that's that's why we're doing this. Exactly. Exactly. How's your day going? Uh it's it's been a little chaotic, but uh finished up my official work week for the week nice. and yeah, just kind of getting uh wound down from the week at work. It was busy. Yeah. And then uh seeing and hearing about like all the evacuations coming out of the territories, Kelowna, BC. Scary, isn't it? Like what's going on? Yeah. Uh, I uh checked with in with Sean Zabor. Yes. And his staff, friends, family, everybody's good for him in Kelowna right now. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I mean the west side of Kelowna. I just saw one of the the parks or the uh, resorts completely engulfed in flames. Crazy. Crazy. On a positive note, at least we rescued that dog. Yeah, I saw that. That and that happened instantly. Basically, once you guys got going, he was a foster parent. Yes, he was. It's sickening to think that they didn't vet him properly. New. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of a lot of these like foster parent mm-hmm. plans or uh, rescues where I have an acre on my farm. I'm going to call myself a rescue. Like mm. when you got, when you got lives at stake, yours, animals, uh, there's going to be a better system in place. Oh yeah. Um, my sister has uh, standard wire haired dachshunds. Oh, yes. Yeah. And uh, when when you've got uh, purebred dog, well, when you have any animals in your care, uh, they're, they're a living being. They're a soul, just like your little person there that uh, was ill. Um, you got to look after them because they are part of your family. And they don't have a voice. That's the other thing. No, no, they don't. You can look at them and go, okay, yeah, they're hurting, they're sad, they're whatever. But they can't say, hey, dad, I hurt here. But. You know, uh, someone had sent it to me yesterday. And I, I couldn't unsee what I saw. And I had to share it. Uh, oftentimes I don't like to share negativity, but I said, there's no way I can just let this go. Yeah, no doubt, man. Um, but because of the fact that you stepped up and took a negative situation, look at the positivity that's coming out of it. Um, that, that dog will go to a better home. We'll get the physical like the medical care it needs. And that dog is going to end up finding a forever home and being loved and looked after like it should be. Yeah. Um, Would you have yeah, done something if you had seen that in person? Would I? Probably. Yeah. It's one of the, I can't say 100% yes or no, but uh, yeah, because that's someone, something, that's some, that's someone that can't speak for themselves. Yeah. A soul. Yeah. Coming from that place of anger and, and worry. I guess the posts from everyone, you know, through the circulation had that dog rescued within an hour from that individual. Nice. Yeah. Good. Yesterday it was rescued. So again, if he can do that in public to a dog, imagine what that dog went through in private. No, no, I I don't don't, want to. I don't want to. No, that's, that's a bad place. And I'm sorry that that dog went through it, but their forever home is coming. Absolutely. And she will always be loved. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we can get started for the listeners about who Chris Gore is and uh, why he's so amazing. You're a good guy and you're, you're doing some amazing things. 
for our community, for all of us, you know, as human beings, as men, as as individuals that also have gone through the the downs of life. Yeah, you're someone there that's there to help us. Why is that? Why does Chris want to help people? Chris is just a guy that had a lot of crap happen February, building up to February of 2020. A uh, near fatal accident for my mother, which ended up with PTSD, broken neck. So that was something I was trying to deal with. A separation and divorce that I had to deal with. Um, get to February 2020, uh, my sister's diagnosed with cancer. Um, I'm living in the same community as my ex-wife was, working, doing my thing. And all of a sudden, this thing called COVID starts showing up. So now I'm feeling lost, alone, scared. I don't know what's going on, what's happening. Mm -hmm. And because of this community, which was way smaller, way different, it's probably half a dozen people back in 2020. Um, I don't even remember who it was, but I said, help, I can't do this. I don't know what to do. And in terms of community for the listeners and to give them a little bit of context here, you were born in Saskatchewan, am I right? Yes. Born yes. and raised in Regina with a small uh, stay in Indian Head for a couple of years. Yes. Okay. Born and raised in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, okay. So you're in this small community. All of this is happening to you. Was there a moment where you said, why is this happening? What is going on with the world? Because um, not just your internal world, uh, what's going on at home um, with mom, but just life as a whole. The world shifted. The world is in a pandemic. How was that for you? All of it. Uh, it was crazy. It was it was scary because at that time, and I'm still currently, I, I work in sales. I'm on the road, so now with this pandemic thing that's sprouting out, sprouting up. Um, what do I have to do to say, stay safe? Mm -hmm. um, I had customers that just went, no, doors locked, dropped parts outside the door. Then I went to the extreme where they're like, screw that, no masks, no mm -hmm. nothing. And, um, and I'm trying to stay safe because my sister's about to go in for surgery. And then she's going to have her recovery. And uh, I need to do what's best for me and my family. Of course. So it was a lot of learning. The learning curve was huge in my mind. Um, but there, like I was saying, that community that was there. And for me, a community is a group of like-minded people, whether it be mental health, the military, first responder, a com you, your community, your tribe is what you make of it or how you build it. And my community was a bunch of, at that time, was a bunch of veterans and current serving CAF members. And they were starting to, uh, a lot of these businesses like uh, Mad Hatters, uh, Wired Differently, were just in their infancy. And these guys are popping up and saying, hey, you're not alone. We can do this. Call me. Text me. Um, and that's all because I said, help. I can't do this. Um, never in my mind was I to the point where, okay, I can't be here. I'm not. I don't yeah. want to be here. Um so suicide was never an option for me. Like my my mental health was never to that point. Um, so that started that started Chris on this journey that he's on now. Mm -hmm. Fast forward three years, I've gotten to meet people like yourself, um, Satch. Uh, the names are endless. Um, 
of the people that I've learned, started to follow and talk to and uh, talk to on a regular basis, joke and uh, somebody's having a bad day or they go silent on one of their platforms. They'll be like, start poking them going, hey, what's going on? Haven't heard from you in a while. Um, I remember you did that to me. Actually, you've done it a few times when I'm silent and you'll say is something that John taught you, which was, how's your heart or told you, how's your heart? Yeah, he's done that. He, he started that one. It's better than how you doing in his mind. And I agree. Um, last week when you were dealing with the past or the anniversary of your mom's passing, which she's got it that dude, I can't imagine that. I don't know. There is nothing I can say to you. Uh, I can't empathize with you. I don't know. I'll just know it's probably tough. But you can empathize because you have a mom and you, you know the love of a mom is irreplaceable. But yes, yeah, you're 100% right. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. So we have that in common. Oh, for sure. One is not here in the physical world anymore. One is. But... But there's this commonality of a pillar, someone that might have been strict on us, but she's had our back. They've had our back. Our six. Should, oh, for sure. And I know with my mom since her accident, I've had I've I've had to have I've had her six numerous times. Um. For her, the adjustment for PTSD has been a struggle. Um, she's she's not the lady she was two years ago. She's doing great that way. But there was some scary times where uh, you'd you'd look at her, you could look at her the wrong way, or she would hear like. There were times where life was not all rainbows and. Mm -hmm whatnot for mom so doing what i can or what i could i did my best to help her you don't mind me asking what kind of an accident was that she went through um it was a single vehicle car accident she had some black ice 360s rolled over apparently went endo at least once right um so traveling in a vehicle was tough for her for quite a while. So. How is she doing today? I think she's up doing some uh, diamond art right now. She, uh, that has become her, her savior, her, uh, her mental health break where she can sit there and dot and, not think and do her healing the way, her way. And that's the thing. We all have this journey, a unique journey. What worked for you or what worked for XYZ is not going to work for me. But yet there's still that underlining element, that string that kind of connects us all. It's, it's so interesting as, you know, we meet each other, what this is all about. Men tell you being a part of that meant so much and and seeing so many people come out and talk, it, it was warming to know that we're not alone here. None of us. This is uh, the game of life. And we need to do more. I agree. And I know like... Um, We've talked about you, it. Daniel and I have been talking, throwing some ideas around. Um, Daniel and I have done one live on IG ourselves. And... Those lives need to start happening on Mentel like almost like a little series that you guys are doing, even if they're not an hour long or whatnot, it just talking for half an hour, shooting the shit about a topic and then just next. It, it works for me. That'd be amazing. Um, Cause again, this is not a one person team. This is all of us. Yeah. Well, for sure. And that was one of the things that Daniel and I discussed was uh, it was awesome to see how much, uh conversation and 
community and how many people were getting involved in it for that month. Yeah, okay, we're a month and a half later and it's still happening, but it's not happening as much as it should be. Um, it should, that's in, with mental health struggles, we need to have, make it a uh, daily occurrence. I agree. It's not a, it's not a month. Um, and the one thing I've always said is that I don't want it to be like a bell, let's talk. It's just for that day or whatever they're doing and it's done. It's, it, this is a forever thing that we're, we're all dealing with. If whether we're in a want... good state or not a good state, you know, whether it's a good day or not a good day, we, we all struggle with mental health. And I think the more that people are aware of it, that they're not alone, the better off we as society can be. hundred percent. If Bell stepped up to the plate and said, every time that hashtag is mentioned in a text video message, 365, that would be make a difference. And what made you say, I want to be a part of this? Because you were there right from the get-go, so I appreciate that. It's it's funny because in my social media, the I did a 25-day push-up yes. challenge three years ago. Corey from Mad Hatters tagged me. And every time something like that happens or your podcast, it's like, oh, crud. Okay. Yep. We're doing this. Um, <laughs> it's, it's another uh, somebody's and we need to. Um, the push-up challenges, the mental health rock I did in June, um, Mantel. We have to step up. We have to help. We have to break the stigma. It. We have to do our part. Mm -hmm. um, Chad Kennedy with CDC just finished leg two of his journey. And he's doing it again in 2025. Same year that Satch is going to run from the west. Chad is, is going to walk east to west. And these people are getting out there, putting their bodies through absolute torture to have those conversations, to get out there and talk to people, to raise awareness. And good on them. So what little bit I do, um, I'm all for it. Like when I started my Instagram, it was after I moved into my apartment on my own and I didn't like it was my new journey. It was my new start of my new of me after my marriage. So I would uh, post stories, thoughts, push up challenges. Um, there's, there's been numerous, uh, things where it's like i'm just going to share it and there was a point where i'm getting people that are like hey chris thank you that was inspirational you don't know what that did for me and i'm just i'm i was i'm i was mind blown um i'm just a dude i'm doing me i'm sharing my story i'm doing my push-ups and i got people coming and going thank you 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 made my day you and i'm like well i'm nobody special it was in it, it it took me a while to realize okay you know what by me posting my walks or me sharing my story if somebody is encouraged or in gets put in a better place great awesome um i'm glad i was able to help is there any do you want to chat and i've done that i had uh had somebody we ended up chatting with for a while because they were they were just having a bad day cool i got the time let's talk how do you know though when to chat with someone and when not to sure let's chat with everybody 
but not everybody is going to apply certain things to their life. And there are certain people that are just wanting to continue on the complaint train and not actually work on themselves. You know, they, they utilize projections onto others. And we, we know that is, that's the greatest opportunity to dive deep within because I've been there and I'm sure you have as well, Chris. You know what? It, it, it's I've had those conversations or you, you start saying, Hey, mm-hmm. go check out that video by Jocko. Good. Um, that was something that started my mindset change. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will. We checked it out yet. No, I haven't had time. Okay. Mm-hmm. A couple more conversations or interactions like that. And I'm like, okay. I've expelled, I've expended all the time I can. I'll still be in my mind. I've expended the time I can. I want to. Um, best of luck. Now, same, same scenario. It's like, go check out uh, Jocko's good video. And they're like, wow, that really puts things into perspective. Um, I'm like, great, glad it helped. Or be having in that chat, just back and forth in DM, and uh, you get that vibe off of somebody. So if that makes sense. Oh yeah. You 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 know that this is genuine, and I'm willing to talk to you like that, right there. Face um, to face, spade to spade. Yeah, or DM to DM, whatever. (laughs) Um, I'm willing to put the time in. Daniel brought you up, and for the listeners, Daniel's been on the podcast, but he brought you up, and he he said you've been an inspiration to him, somebody that's been there in his darkest moments to help him out or help assist him. Where did that come from for you? Because... You know, we live in a world we're so connected, yet we're disconnected. And people are only looking out for themselves, not for others. You're taking care of yourself, but you're also helping others, whether it's Daniel, myself, and so many others out there, from your actions and your words. Thank you, by the way, Chris. Oh, my pleasure. That's an interesting question. Um, If you're genuine... That night, Daniel and I talked about it recently again, and uh, he was hurting. It was obvious he was hurting. Um, I don't know if you you caught on, but his family is everything for him. And that I think, night, I, I think I heard that. Yeah. That night, things were not good. So I sat, I listened, I interjected. Um. I was just that outside sounding board for him. It's just somebody else to listen to. Listen to him. Um, I can't even remember exactly what it was said, but it helped him through the moment that he needed. So I was glad I was there for him. The it, it, it started a friendship that uh, continues to grow on a daily basis. We've never met each other. And we have a level of trust in strangers in in terms of vulnerability, conversations that matter truly to us. We're okay to talk about it. And we're okay to open up, even though it's hard. Where did this come from? Where do you think it came from? This level of trust, this energy to say, this cloud or whatever we're on, it's okay. You're okay here. You're not going to be judged. You're not going to be shaken, destroyed. We want the best for you. I think it 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 has to. It kind of gets its roots from the fact that you're having trouble or you're having an issue. I've had that issue. I've had a similar issue. Um, There's a commonality or a connection somehow 
whether it be IG or mental, like mm -hmm. there's people that on my social media that follow me. I don't know who they are. If, there's there, there isn't that connection there, but when you start sending me stupid jokes or I do the same to you and you develop that uh, connection, you, you, you become more invested in each other. And as a collective, if I can borrow chance in Sean's term, you want to do better and you want to make, you want to promote that uh, continuity or that that community to improve it's interesting that on the journey of being better getting better you find comfort in people you didn't know or or don't know and, and you're able to build this level of authenticity and transparency with them compared to people that you do know so close friends family and maybe that's because people think well you are this person and you can't change or you may feel that way so when you see a, a different lens portrayed on you or a clean slate a clean canvas you think you can create a beautiful life an opportunity at least oh, for sure mm -hmm. um when you adopt a resilient mindset or a a positive mindset um world things change things happen um, true, isn't it <laughs> If you wake up today, it's going to be a crappy day. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to do this. This is happening. Guess what? You're having a crappy day. When you get up and go, you know what? I'm going kayaking tomorrow. Um, I got to go to work. Mm -hmm. um, and work is actually pretty, I enjoy it. And it allows me to go kayaking. It, it, it mm. affords me to do the stuff that I want to do. So when you have that, I get to do this mindset, which I'm sure you've seen me say, you don't have to do anything. You get to do it. Um, you and I are sitting in communities right now that are not under a forest fire evacuation. We're very lucky right now. Um, there's going to be people at, adversely affected by it. Um, but those people that have that, yeah, I didn't like that house anyway. I'm going to change it. Um, there was that knock on that on that truck engine. Huh, I get a new one now, or I'll, I'll, I'll end up with something different. Um, your, your, your point of view, your perspective is really important for, or has been for me. Have you always been someone that's been able to have a positive self-talk within thyself? No, no. no. No, that's kind of, it started in 2020. If you can put some context around it. because uh, Okay, so you've brought up the events. Your mom, your divorce, <clears throat> the diagnosis of your sister. Which, by the way, how is she doing? Oh, she's good. Um, she just had a, what, her quarterly assessment. Mm -hmm. um, and she's good. So, um, what it with with everything that happened and having a negative mindset wasn't healthy. I couldn't wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I wasn't where I wanted to be, and um, 
doing things like um, I rest with a fellow. I've done it three times. The last time was with Daniel and some other uh, people from the community. Learning things like uh, how to about meditation and understanding how my body acts and feels and doing what I can to look after myself. Um, so what I is have, I rest, Chris? What is I rest? I rest is a meditation system based on Yoda, Yoda, Yogi, Yoga Nidra. And it's, uh, it starts, it's, a, it's like a, it's, uh, a sheath is where it starts and you grow from self to sensing like you learn a way to understand how your body is reacting and sensing in the world so like when i say i'm my shoulders hurt what's going on why are your shoulders hurting why are you tense um oh yeah okay so you start understanding like if you're having a rough day at work mm -hmm. and you got, or you have that meeting with the boss and you've got that pit in your stomach, that's your body telling you something's not right or it's getting ready for uh, possibly a confrontation. Yeah. Fight or flight. The gut yeah. instinct, the energy. It doesn't lie. Does yeah. It? yeah. No, it doesn't. And that was one of those things that I did that helped me or helped me along my journey to uh, try and be better. Would you ignore yes. those signs back in the day, pre-2020? Oh, yeah, all the time. I still do today. And then you wake up and go, okay, you're an idiot, because you you had that, twi <laughs> yeah. that knot in your stomach all day, and... Um, but you're more... I'm more aware of me and what trying to be a better version of me because by being a better version of me i can do i can help those that need help i can uh because if i'm not doing well i'm not feeling good i'm not going to have the desire energy or want to uh dm zach and say how's it going man how are you doing I'm in a bad place, so why am I going to spend effort to uh, check in on you? And you know what? The response time sometimes is delayed, and we may come to a conclusion. Well, that person is not wanting to talk to me or is not interested in talking to me, X, Y, Z. However... We don't know what that person's going through. Maybe that person needs a minute, a day, a week, just to recalibrate and get the courage to answer. Because sometimes you're you're crippled. You're you just need that time alone. For sure. Mm -hmm. But in that time of crisis, you pick up that phone and hey, somebody's thinking about me, or somebody's yes, yeah, I'm not alone. No. Um, another fellow that, um, another friend, another brother, he says, if somebody's on your mind, pick up that damn phone, text them, call them. Um, if they're, make that contact. Um, because if they're on your mind for some reason, you don't know what's going on, you don't know what they're going through. That that might be the call that saves them from going over the edge. You're so right. And and the other thing is this is has there ever been a moment where you're thinking of someone and they've just been thinking of you as well? And it's not one of those phony, like, oh, I was just thinking about you. They really were thinking about you. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that uh, I think the universe is complicated, but yet it's simple. And like you said, it's one of those things pick up the damn phone and call somebody just so they know that, Hey, you know what? Wow. Chris thought about me. That felt I good. wasn't alone. I wasn't, I wasn't by myself. 
we we as a as the apex race on this planet have really gotten lazy intuition got like listening to what our bodies are telling us as far as like hey that my spidey sense is going off well there's three people that have been following me as they walk down the street people will ignore that so like you were saying with energy and everything we need to focus and we need to pay attention to that well some people make us feel alive and good about ourselves others you you almost become weary of and and i don't know anxious that anxiety comes in and you gotta pay attention yeah because i don't need that i don't want that so no. you know what i'll be courteous but from afar i don't need th that in my life i'm with you i don't need confrontation i uh you know again it's who you were back then versus who you are today that's progress that's evolution we grow we learn we make mistakes i'm sorry and mm -hmm. um, i'll try better i'll try not to repeat certain things that's that's all we can do but to live in fear and to live in shame and to live with resentment and anxiety and, and the the bad vibes around you just politely escort yourself away from the situation if that individual is not willing to at least listen or empathize and if they're just wanting to attack or have a rebuttal for everything you you're saying um in forgiveness then what do you do you just have to leave 100 percent um yeah who do you need to be there for why do you want to be better is it to be there for yourself finally to love chris yes yeah because to be and i'm that i'm a work in progress man um I we all are i don't think we'll ever reach i don't know i don't think there is an end that's that's the beauty also that there isn't an end can you it, imagine it, just saying i've got it made i'm good because guess what we've been there and we know we weren't good the ego can talk to you and tell you hey yeah you're oh, good man uh, yeah no the ego is not my friend no ego causes so much trouble um i need to be the best part person i can so that when my new girlfriend, wife, whoever shows up, they can see me for who I am. And I'm not trying to portray something I'm not. Is that, um, whoever I'm Man in the mirror, be, you can look at yourself in the mirror, finally. Most days. You want to be proud of you. You want to look at yourself and be like, this is me. This is who I am. The ups, the downs, the flaws, all of it. This is me. Yep. Um, I had lost 25 pounds between this time last summer and January. Congrats, bro. Nicely done. I put I put oh. I put 10 pounds back on this yeah. between March and now. Well, I I uh Eliminated most of the sugar out of my uh, diet last week. Because you're on the road. I'll grab a bag of chips and a pop and keep going. So I very limited what I did. Lost two and a half pounds this week. That's a win. But how was it in uh, on your mind when you cut out the sugar, the withdrawals? There was, there was, there was, there was moments that it sucked. Like you're like, sort okay, of fused? No, headache. Oh, headache. Okay. I don't drink coffee, so I get my caffeine from Coke. But I drank more water. Um, and yeah, I just stepped on the scale this morning and went, oh, two and a half pounds. Nice. From sugar. That, 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 and that exactly it. That's less sugar. I was hydrating with water and 
I took the win. And there was a point when I wasn't taking the wins. I wasn't celebrating those victories. When I started this journey, I wanted to lose 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. I was getting upset. I was getting frustrated. Okay, so somebody finally said, well, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Right. So the end goal is 40 pounds, but when you lose one pound, that's that's a win. Two pounds is a win. Don't get so caught up on where you want to be, but work towards that end, end game. It goes back to the micro wins and what you said earlier, the perspective. We're not dealing with what the rest of Canada is dealing with right now in certain areas, at least. Yeah, we, we, grateful, we have to be do, doing the things, being thankful. So that one pound, I'm thankful for that. And just yeah. celebrating yourself. Yeah. Um, Getting up in the morning, be thankful for that. Make your bed, be thankful for that. Because there are people that can't because their mental health is so, they're struggling so hard. Getting out of bed, making their bed is not a viable option right now so that day that they get up and make their bed that's a win they need to celebrate that that's a win yeah when we look at mentel you've thought about maybe a book club or sorts around that the goal is to find ideas to to work together that helps all of us grow what do you think Mentel could have? Even again, these are layers. It's not a one fit program or one fit conversation. These are slivers and we all need to have them in there. Bookmarks. Um, the, a book club, for lack of a better term, would be an option. Um, doing a weekly live with Mentel and grabbing somebody, whether it be Satch on his 22 marathon journey or uh, you and Daniel getting on there for uh, a little bit. Um, I'm what do you hop- say? Talk I'm- about a book? Talk about a certain book? Well, not even that. Just talk about your day or how it's... Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Like if we're... If, if it's... If you're going to do a regular mental live grab a couple guys and just sit there and chat about what's going on um the book club get a book and discuss the chapters or how it related to me or what you thought of like get make have those conversations just have a conversation because if you pick the right book i'm sure it would relate to a lot of people oh 12 rules of life Yes. I have to get back at that one. I've started it three times and I keep getting away from it. Yeah, it's right over there. Nice. You know, you send me ammunition and I appreciate it because I'm able to repost it because it's something that worked for you. And then I can put it on the story. So I do appreciate that as well. Oh, my pleasure. I need to do more. Um, I'm 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 feeling kind of stuck in my progression right now. Okay. Um in terms of what like personal journey or yeah, your yeah. progression of helping others, what kind of a just my journey. Like I'm not moving forward at the speed I want to be or where I want to be. So I'm I'm not I'm not on my IG posting walks everything on a mm-hmm. regular basis. But um, I'm getting but how that clear fucked. is your target? How clear is your target? Do you know exactly where you want to go? And I ask this because there are moments where my aim is not narrowed in. The bullseye. Yes, for my next evolution, I have a target. Nice. Find my own apartment. Since I moved home, I've been living with my family. And I'm very grateful for that and what they've been able to do for me. Um, in that time frame, there's been a lot of struggle 
amongst us. Last summer, I left a job that uh, wasn't healthy for me. And everybody's crying for they need workers, and it took me six months to get the job I have currently. So I had a place to stay. I had food in my belly, and this was my family helping me, which I'm so grateful for because I wasn't trying to figure out how to get back on my feet with having everything pulled out from underneath me. So they were there to support me for that. But I need to get on my own feet firm footing so that I can progress on my journey. What do you hope for when you you look at yourself five years from now? That Chris, what do you kind of vision? I, 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 Chris from five years from now, he's, uh, he's looking at pause, like maybe going back to school. I'm start when I'm on the road for four days a week, I get a lot of windshield time. So I end up thinking about a lot of things, weird and uh, good, bad, ugly, weird. And maybe I need to go back to school because this sales thing is great. I've done well. Um, I can talk to anybody about anything. So that's not a problem. But is it what I want to do for the rest of my adult life? I don't know. So it's maybe finding that next evolution on what I want to do. And I'm looking at maybe something in the mental health field. Um, a counselor, a therapist. Counselor, therapist, um, a f mental health first aid trainer. Um, doing something. Because uh, well, I see, I think more organizations need it anyways. You know, they need a mental health component or a department. Hundred, you know, yes, yes, and that's how the mind. That's how the stigma changes. That's how the the everybody's mentality changes. Is and, when prog it's and progression changes. You know, I was talking to someone actually earlier today, Chris, <laughs> and she had said. Um, if your morale, if you're feeling good, your company thrives, that organization thrives as well. So if they can invest into their people a little more, how are you doing even? That one phrase, because in corporate structures, you don't see that a lot. It's, hey, did you get that presentation done? Or, or I need this right now. But what about, how's your day going? You doing okay? Imagine. That was okay to do. I don't know why it's not, and um, that barrier needs to be shattered completely. Um, if you looked after, if you look after your people, they will look after you, right? So your your manager boss whoever says how are you doing um mm -hmm. that's big like i i saw a video that simon sinek did once and the manager comes in and says your your performance is down for the last three months pick it up or we're gonna have to let you go or the manager comes in and says your performance is been falling off what's going on what's happening what can i do to help you so you take that perspective of i want to help you or pick up your socks or you're gone you you're gonna you're gonna find people are gonna go wow they care about me they want to be around they they actually want me around so you're going to want to do more. You're going to be more productive. Like it's a game changer. Oh yeah. Are you going to be in Alberta for the event with Mo? 
Boots on the ground. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's blurry. No. Hold on, nope. it's blurry. Let's see. There we go. Boots on the ground, Alberta. Nicely done. That's for you, Mo. And yes, I am. I'm bringing one of my best friends yeah. with me. We're coming out. I haven't had any vacation. He hasn't had any vacation. We're going to drive out. Um, not trying not to make too many plans. There are a couple of people I want to try and visit. And luckily, we get to meet at Mo's event. So I'm excited about that. That's another thing that has been very important to me is those connections. Um, Satch came out, flew in, did a 5K run with uh, real cops, real life uh, Corporal or Constable Wilkinson. They went Steve. for a run. Steve, Steve. yes. Yeah. Um, they went for a run and I showed up and I chatted with them and got to meet Satch. And um, that was important to me. Another friend of mine from Hamilton, her volleyball team came to nationals here in Regina this spring. And it was for 20 minutes at the volleyball court. We got to chat a little bit. We got to meet. And get to meet Mo, get to meet you. Uh, I'm not sure who else is coming, but those connections, strengthening that. Um, there's not going to be any shyness or anything that's going to be like, how the hell are you, Zach? Good to finally meet you in person. And that's the thing. We're a network. And it, like you said, there's no shyness. You're right. It's what's going on, Chris? Here's that big hug. That we've exactly. Needing. Yeah. And, and and the stupid pictures and... Uh, you sending me dogs, French bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, we. I. I'm a. I'm a sporting dog. Uh, guy. So I begrudgingly sending you your Frenchies, but, um, going to that <laughs> event is important because I don't. Have you met Mo yet? Not in person, but we've talked quite a bit, and he is. Um, an exceptional person and I look forward to meeting him. He and I did an, a live one one night when I was on the road. And I'm excited to see who else is there. And uh have you met Chance Burles or Sean Taylor? No, I haven't met Sean or Chance. I've done a I've I done a round table with No, I I've done a round table with Chance and with Sean. Nice. This was a while back, and it was pre-Canadian podcast. Okay, yeah. And that was when Sean was just getting his toes in the in the game interwebs. Yeah. yeah. Um. And, but if I get the chance to meet them, hundred percent, I will. Um. There's a half a dozen or more people that you've had that I would love to meet. If I have the chance off your podcast, there. One day we got to have a reunion where we have everyone just together in one room. Imagine what that would be like. Wow! Do you realize what kind of problems we could fix? Um, because when you get those like-minded people, mm -hmm. doesn't matter where you come from, but you just want to be better. You want to lift people up, not push them down. Um, because we know what it feels like. And oftentimes it's us letting ourselves down or have let ourselves down. Yeah. I have this quote here. It's been something that I've looked back on many times. And that is the same boiling water that softens the potato hardens the egg. It's not about the circumstance, but rather what you're made of. Isn't that true? It's not yeah. about the circumstance, but what you're made of. And if we came together in a room, imagine that, that force, that energy. Yeah, that'd be kind of crazy, actually. 
um even even like uh all pegasus jump the yeah. veteran and first responder uh, activity that uh tim taylor puts on tim turner it, yeah tim turner um gunny gunny uh i got a story about him but uh <laughs> um the energy from that room, from that drop zone, from that group of people. Um, when when you start associating, that's a whole. We're, when you you draw the energy from the people you're around. Um, I was on Facebook or Facebook Messenger one night when I was in mm -hmm. Nipwon, and this dude pops up and goes hey you we start chatting and he starts telling me who he is what he's done and i'm starting to go yeah right highly unlikely like i thought he was somebody that was pulling my chain and then i'm like oh crap gunny is who he is oh he is not a man to mess with no and because you'll get people like I, I had it ran into somebody this week that was telling me a story or feeding me a line where I'm like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about, my friend. And you can just stay over there and I'll do my thing and we'll carry on. Um, like borderline stolen valor. Um, like what, what no. was that guy's name again? Um, Frank Gervais or? Something Gervais. Do you remember that story about some guy in Quebec that had stolen valor and started going to Remembrance Days and started wearing all that stuff? There's been a couple. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, who the uh, hell? Why would you do that? Because you... you, you it's they earned. have a lot of... Yeah. Oh, it's earned. Like when Gunny or Sean Taylor says, this is what you need to do or this is how it should happen that's experience talking whether it be parachuting or coaching or those are guys that have the history to back themselves up it's not theoretical or just opinionated this is i don't know how many times sean taylor or gunny have jumped out of airplanes parachuting yeah they know what they're hundreds doing. <laughs> not thousands yeah. now when you show up at a remembrance day uh wearing a bunch of uniform bits and pieces or wearing one type part of one uniform with another mm -hmm. you're, you're you number one you have some sort of problem like there's something wrong with you to want to act or portray something you're not yeah. Um, and you got to deal with that. You got to go within yourself and say, okay, do I want to maybe join whatever you, it is and, and participate and earn it. Cause there's something about the gratification, what you get from earning something for yourself. It's not for others. It's for you. Cause it's, you've broken that, um, ceiling, that level and, and moved up in whatever it is you want to do in your life for you it's it, hundred. yes wait i've decided that i need to start living yeah so uh bungee jumping whether it be bc where uh, i get off that bridge or i want to bungee jump i want to go and parachute go take go to all pegasus i will pay for that first jump and go yeah not for me and have you just, skydived before? No, never. No, ne neither have I. But if I was going to do it, I I don't know any better place or with better people to do it with. You know, that's, well, and that's those are the guys you want, and those are the people that you've developed a relationship with, and you trust. You could go to any drop zone and skydive, but are you going to have? the memorable moment or have the memories you will going from 
drop zone XYZ or doing it out at the island where Gunny throws you out of the plane and he's tra- trained you. He's And he's the guy I would want to train me in this. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, but that's the man. Um I like to hunt. Do you? I haven't done done it recently. What do you hunt? Black bear? No. Uh moose and elk are my favorite things to hunt. Have you hunted a moose? Yes. Oh my goodness. Are I how massive are they? Because you hear how big they are. Are they ginormous? My, seven feet? Tall, oh, sometimes? they can be. They yeah. can be. Um, my buddy and I, when we went on our first moose hunt, we ended up taking the cow and the calf. And oh, wow. I got I took the calf. Yeah, either it's like a small horse. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's enough. That's good. Um, but if I had Tim, Tim Turner or, Sh- uh, Sean wanting to coach me on marksmanship, damn right. I'm going to listen. They're an expert in that. That's one of their expertises. Um, or Sean or Sean in mindset on doing the actual process of shooting. If you can find the right people to coach you or want to share their information, you're you're in the right place. Man, I, I wonder what I'm good at some days. <laughs> you know? Talking to people. Um, you, you've got passion for your province, mm-hmm. your family. Um, you, dude, you've got... The animals, yeah. Animals. Uh, talking to people, promoting Canada. Yeah, you got a lot of things that you're really good at, mm-hmm. and I'm still learning where you dabble in all of all of this. Like your pictures this morning of Tofino. I went out there a few years ago with Max's wife, and it's beautiful, mm-hmm. crazy beautiful. You got to do it right. Yeah. We stayed in Euclid, and she drove up. We drove oh, yeah, up yeah. to Tofino so she could go surf. Nice. I stayed in a van. Yeah. That hey, that's a cool memory right there. Mm-hmm. Wasn't well, Long Beach? Don't they encourage you to stay, or they have? Yes, camping? they have a camp. camp uh, yeah, they have a glamping thing. But I drove up uh, in a, one of those vans from Calgary. So, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Long so, trip. and that's the thing: making memories. True. Um, when I was still in the coat, like active with the cadet program, I went on a winter uh, instructor's course Hmm. and I slept in a snowbank. I made a snow shelter. I slept in it. I still remember that to this day. And that was one of the things that the instructor said was, okay, do you want to provide these kids with skills or do you want to provide them with memories Memories. if you can make memories which Mm -hmm. at moe's launch we're going to have some there will be memories made oh yes um jokes will be had and (sighs) i actually i remember i will i moved south and I was trying to keep contact with people up north, like in Nipwin, four hours away. And slowly, the communication started getting less and less. And then I read something where was, if you're going to put the effort into talking or being part of somebody's life, they should be doing the same. If they aren't doing that, it's not worth your time. It's not exactly the way it went, but I think he. I get it. Yeah. Um, so you want to put I'm I'll put my time in with people that want to do it, want to be. I'll I got all the time for you for Mentel, that. I can because it's something that's beneficial, and you're willing to put the time in, um the. 
30 plus men that contributed. Mm -hmm. They've put the time in. There are a bunch of people out there that want to make men's mental health. They want to improve men's mental health. Boots on the ground. What exactly is that from what you know, Chris? And is there one out there in Saskatchewan yet or not yet? No. Uh, Boots on the ground started in Ontario. And Mo is the kickoff of September. And what it is, is uh, volunteers that are first responders, yeah. military, that uh, volunteer to be that voice on the other side of the phone so that when your public safety people uh, are struggling or they want to talk to somebody, they can get to somebody that goes, hey, I was an, I was an EMT. I was a paramedic. I understand where you're coming from. It's it's a uh, it's a peer support program of first responders and CAF veterans meant to their focus is the veteran and first responder community. So is it a helpline? Would would um, yes. volunteers it's, go to a certain call center? I, I'm not sure. I okay. believe it's cell phones. Nice. Um, but like Mo said when we were talking, you, you're you out struggling. You happen to see the boots on the ground number. Oh, you're you're not a veteran. I'm not helping you. Not the case. Um, they will direct you to whatever support you may need. Um, the biggest struggle, yeah. talking to different people like veterans and public safety is you don't understand what I've gone through, what I've done, the job I've seen, what I've gone through. That is a big mindset that a lot of them have. And you're right. Um, a general duty police officer is not going to understand what a forensics police officer may or may not have yeah. seen. But, but at least that general duty police officer can phone Boots on the Ground Alberta and at least talk to a public safety uh, person mm -hmm. that says, hey, I was a firefighter. It sucks. I understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm.